like this. Yeah. Oh, okay, that one. Kind of, kind of. I mean, you did it better. So, okay, so now I'm trying to get a fourth type of whistling. Yeah. No, maybe fifth because there's also that one where you know someone can like put their fingers in their mouth and go like, yeah. I That's like an alchemy to me. I don't yeah. get it. I can't do it. I do that. I look like a dumb tarantula. You know, yep. I'm trying. I just come out with spit fingers. <laughs> Good old Forrest with the spit fingers. There, there goes spit fingers. That's what we call it because he can't damn hear whistle. If it caused yep, all those people to be buried in that mine, if only he would have whistled. <laughs> get out of there! <laughs> I said, get out of here. He's trying his best. Who went to warn the miners? Oh, it was Spitfingers. No! Let's go. You know, we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss Pop Soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep us so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Pop Saga, the show that has two friends searching for the highs and lows of pop culture so you don't have to. This week, we are exploring sports ball at its finest. We asked ourselves this very important question. What would the world be like if we took the finest basketball, hockey, and football slash baseball players in history and turned them into a team of stars? Pro stars, if you will. That's right. We are diving in the 1991 cartoon world of pro stars. Pro stars. <laughs> Who are we? I am John. Hot slap shot that donut into my gut. Oh, yeah, painful. <laughs> and as always, I'm joined by Forrest, who knows where to go to the bathroom in three counties. <laughs> we are both pro podcasters, podcasters. <laughs> While our Niners may not have made it into the Super Bowl. We'll see if the pro, bar, pro stars can make it into the annals of great 1990s cartoons. The answer may shock you, because it's no. <laughs> That's it. How you doing, Forrest? I'm doing pretty good, John. And I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you let everyone know that we're doing a show about a sports cartoon, because... Uh... That's right, John! We're basically... A sports podcast now. Welcome to Popular Sports Saga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, for the for the uh, the viewers, aka listeners at home, um, mm. how much sports do you watch? Would you say? I don't know. Not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I like going to baseball games more than watching, uh, baseball at home. Uh, no, there's no question. <laughs> baseball at home. I mean, apologies to you baseball fans out there. And I know that there are a few who listen, but it is like torture 
watching it at home. Yeah, I mean, it key games are like can be exciting, and I put that in air quotes, but mainly the experience is great. Football, I haven't really watched in years. I have my own stance on that. If we want to get into it, I can get into it, but I don't really watch. I uh, I transitively watch through the neighbor across the yard who is a Niners fan. Ooh. And, I, and I can always tell when the Niners are doing well by how much he's screaming. <laughs> Sorry. And, and Sorry for your, your peace of mind this last Sunday. Oh, it was great. He was whisper quiet, which told me, oh, they're not doing that well. Because he, he, <laughs> okay, he only yells when they're doing well. He's like, yeah! But I mean, it is loud, but this was like cricket, 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 cricket. I was like, oh, it must be bad. It must be real bad. And then I looked, I was like, oh, oh, it was really bad. But um, yeah, choose yeah. not to watch. And then, you know, basketball, whatever else is just kind of like if I'm in an area with it, I don't automatically go, I can't watch it. But I'm not like an uh, active uh, sports ball person. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm not much of a sports guy myself. I used to be very into football. And then some reports came out about what the NFL was doing, covering up some uh, statistics that are very disturbing. And at that point, I said, well, you know, I'm not much of a protester. I'm not much of a person who takes very many actions at all. I mean, my couch will vouch for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'll just go ahead and uh, choose not to watch, much like yourself. Uh, so I watched one football game <laughs> in maybe the past three years, and that was on Sunday to watch no. the, uh, the Niners lose spectacularly because I, like yourself, was, uh, you know, I'm a California boy. I don't think any, that's a surprise to anybody. And I was raised in the uh, heyday, the golden age of the Golden State team, uh, with, uh, Jerry Rice and uh, Steve Young and also Joe Montana. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Joe Montana. Would that be cool? Joe it Montana. would be pretty cool. <clears throat> but that was like a, it was a magical time to be a kid and sort of semi-interested in football. But uh, that's it. I mean, I've watched I... a World Series here and there. I've gone to a live baseball game and I've watched a soccer game, maybe, if it's like the World Cup. But uh other than that, no dice. Not a yeah. big sporto. Yeah, it's just something like every year I always go like, I should pick up a sport. Maybe I'll start to learn hockey. And I go, eh, too late. I'm like, I don't need that. And then I'll be like, oh, maybe I should learn how to, you know, bocce ball. Yeah. So I don't really watch like anything uh, too religiously. But, yeah. now you, but you remind me of those golden days. I was like, yeah, it's hard not to hate on a team that just kept winning Super Bowls. You're just like, yeah. oh, man, we're so good. All the and, other teams suck. <laughs> right? It was a great, I mean, talk about a great time to, like, be indoctr- indoctrinated into liking a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, how could you not be? And it was just classic rivalries and just, like, the most tense, exciting games. Ah, uh, yes. Back when ignorance was bliss, I suppose. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but 
the reason why, uh, but that is indeed, football is indeed the reason for the season and why we're talking about a sports cartoon today because the Super Bowl, as people who don't like sports all that much love to call it, uh, or I guess anybody talking about it on any sort of recorded medium since the NFL is very litigious. <laughs> Do not watch you using that Super Bowl name. Oh, shit. Oh, no. no uh, cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, superb Al. There we go. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. I misspoke. Uh, but uh, so I figured let's let's do a little let's do a little sporty show, and I think that makes us pretty much a sports podcast. <laughs> I love that music stick, though. I mean, it, it's great. It, how could you not? It gets you hyped, right? Yeah, it'll make you want to fight somebody for sure. <laughs> You're like, yeah, time for two robot titans to meet in the field. Oh my god! If that was if that was a sport, sign me up. If robot jocks was a thing, and you know people weren't getting crushed in the stands watching. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> the robot jocks fight uh but, a little robot jocks reference for you out there if you haven't seen it i mean okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's got some cool robot effects but yeah, i don't know if i'd the, recommend it and the but the robots themselves aren't that great no they like, look very bad yeah i mean if you want like cool looking robots fighting big things just watch uh pacific rim and just picture a robot punching another robot instead of punching a monster yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably better. Tune in tonight for two slow-ass robots kind of fighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, Robot Jacks. I don't know. Um, but before we get into that, uh, John. Uh, why don't you tell me? Are you drink enjoying a frosty beverage this evening? I am. Okay, I well. am, and it's Ooh. not out of a can. Oh, hello! I well, tell one. me about it. Well, for as you can see right here, I made the starry night. That's oh, right. You did. Apparently, I still had a bottle of starry in the fridge because no one here wanted to drink it. So I took that bottle. <laughs> I was hoping it. I, I was trying to do it fast. I knew it was going to end. Real quick. No, I edited early. <laughs> I was going to say, I felt like how it was going to go on. It's probably like, I mean, it's the the length of a football game. Um, Yeah, I made the starry night. I took a, uh, some starry. I splashed in a cup with ice. So you're even uh-huh. getting ice on this one. Ooh. And then I told you I was going to use Empress Gin. So I did. And it's a nice lavender color, but I have not sipped it yet, so I don't know if it's good. Um, I put about uh, 1.5 ounces of Empress Gin in here to about eh, roughly the same as Starry. Let's nice. see. Oh, I just ruined my gin. It's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. <laughs> There's well. no... So... The, the gin itself just totally killed the sweetness of the starry. So it's just like at this point, I could have just had like bubbly tonic water or something. And that would have probably been a little bit better. Um, to really enjoy the flavor of that very expensive, very nice sounding gin. Yeah, like it's such a hit. It's like such a watered down. 
That's amazing. I don't know if it's the gin doing it to Starry or the Starry doing it to itself, but uh, I'm drinking a Starry night. Uh, back to you at the desk, Forrest. <laughs> okay. Well, I am. Uh, I I am. I, I I went the other direction. Mm. I have a. I'm drinking a simple beer here. A classic, a delicious, authentic Belgian lager from St. Louis, Belgium. <laughs> That's oh, right, okay. Stella Artois. The the most St. Louisist Belgian beer that uh, that you can uh, that you can drink Bud on the commercials. Wiser. Pretty much on the commercials, they have a they have a handsome European gentleman riding a you know a bullet train through the Swiss Alps and going to the bar car, and the, the barkeep pours him uh, a frothy head of. Uh, of Stella Artois and cuts the top off with a knife, and it's in one of those oh. like those carafes, and it has gold around the rim. It looks incredible. Uh, this is from St. Louis, so that's happening. <laughs> well, it's a it's it, it's a it's a it's a Stella. That's right, Stella Artois. When you go to the grocery store and you want some beer. But it is the day of the NFC and AFC playoffs and <laughs> championship games and uh, the, all the beer is gone. Stella <laughs> All that is left is a full row of Stella Because no one is buying it. Stella. Not a single person. No. <laughs> no. No. I, I, where was I? Oh, I was at a thing, uh, a work thing. Mm-hmm. And it was an after hours thing. And they were like, oh, we're going to have some booze. I said, oh, let's see what this place does. It's the first time I've ever been here after hours. And uh, they had Stella in a can. Ooh, straight from the snowy, exotic Alps of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. What really cracked me up? Missouri, uh, Holland. Wait, no, no, uh. Or Belgium, sorry. <laughs> but it really cracked me up. I was like, mm. this just kind of tastes like a White Claw. Just no crazy flavors. It was like if you were the strip of White Claw of all the flavors. I don't know what the can did to it, but it was mm. it was Stella uh, Nah. Nice. I love it. <laughs> to me, Stella Artois, I, I think Stella Artois is fine. It's not offensive. It doesn't have like that really cloying, sort of weird adjunct lager flavor that you get uh, from a Budweiser. But yeah. to me, it just it tastes like a Dos Equis without like the pennies taste of a Dos Equis. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. No, that's fair. Like it's a green like, bottles, do, a green bottle Dos Equis. No, I get you. The other one's too coppery. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, it doesn't taste like you know like a Bud, which just feels like someone just filled a a, a bottle full of chips and then poured water <laughs> over it, and that's. That was the fermentation process to me. Just this corny, yeasty, mm-hmm. not that grady, tasty. Yeah, you know, they are they'll do in a pinch and they're good with spicy food. Uh but uh yeah, you know, that's so that's what I'm enjoying. I sorry that your <laughs> that Starry has infected and assimilated your uh Empress Gin. Yeah, it sounds like it, it it ruined it. Um, it did. It did. Oh, I by should... the way, by the way. Yeah. yeah so I was Tell watching me. this football game. Uh-huh. And of course, 
and so I'm streaming it on an app because I've cut the cord, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't have any sort of football subscription. But they had commercials, and lo and behold, there was a Starry commercial, and it, was it wasn't good? no. It was very bad. It was like very simple. The text was looked like it was done in like impact uh, mm. font. It looked like they were trying to kind of make it look like a meme a little bit, but but it was just like they weren't really committing to anything. It was terrible. And at the end, it, it the thing came up says hits different, and I laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm wondering if this is like some sort of fly-by-night operation for them. I don't know. You know, they're trying something over there at PepsiCo, and uh, you know what? I wish them all the best. Fair enough. I mean, you can still write us, and we'll write jingles for you and stuff, but um, I won't really drink your product if you do. <laughs> Tonight on the Lying Championships, who can sound the most sincere while telling a total lie? Uh, so there's, <laughs> I just want to be clear. I'm not saying, uh, that I wish PepsiCo the best because I'm sure they're stealing somebody's water somewhere. You know, there may not be Nestle, but uh, I got my eye on you, PepsiCo. That's fair. I mean, it's whatever it just did to my gin. I watered it down. You know. <laughs> it stole it. Yeah. And I mean, I got a sphere ice cube, you know, it takes a while for that thing to melt down. That's the whole point. Oh, and you got Ooh. a sphere ice cube? My God! Yeah. Wow, you really, you I really, went out. That's too much effort for a starry to be in the mix somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I felt bad doing it the whole time. I was like putting it all together. I was like, mm, should I or should I just drink this like I should drink it? Nah, I said I would, and now that I did it, I'll never do that again. <laughs> well, well, I mean, then good. There was a learning opportunity there, and that's at least that's something. But here's the uh, thing. I know I didn't need to learn it because I had a starry, <laughs> so I already knew I didn't. This yeah. is a this is Fool like me a, twice. Shame on you, right? Yeah, exactly. This is completely self inflicted. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you giving it the old uh, the old college try because right. uh, we did. Uh, you know, I tried to make my version of it. It was cloying. It was awful. Not recommended. Um, I, but, uh, I really appreciate you doing what your stated version was just for the, the tent at the very least. Yeah. I hope you're all happy. I made this for you. This is uh, for you. <laughs> but you so, know what else is for ahead. you? <laughs> sure. I don't know what. Fucking this pro stars. Oh, that's very nice. But before we get started, before we oh, go see, into the pro stars. You always do this. Every I have time one I try thing. to jump to something, you always bring me right back. I'm never doing it again. Anytime no. someone asks me, hey, why don't you kick off the stuff? I said, nope, because every time I try it, Forrest brings me right back in. So fine. What do you got, Forrest? Well, listen, I've got... Forrest. <laughs> got i've got an exciting update to uh an episode that we had have, have done in the past oh and it's and it's an exciting like, update i just have to share like now of feedback? course <clears throat> no or no. just like we talked about something and now we have more news about something it's a little bit of that so okay uh if you'll remember not too long ago we did a uh fan casting of what we would like to see in the fantastic four movie Yes. Um, it's a classic episode. Everyone remembers it. Everybody loves it. That's fine. But 
So I have heard since then a rumor. Supposedly, mm-hmm. this is from somebody who worked or works in Marvel Studios, and they were privy to conversations around casting. So okay. two things. Now, this may turn out to be total bullshit. So take it with a grain of salt, because it's a rumor that I found on Reddit. So you really can't you really can't put that much stock in it. At least he uh, didn't say it's a rumor that I found on FARC. No, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, sometimes those turn out to be true, but anyway, uh, it was about fantastic four okay. and the rumor is that Kevin Fahey wants to cast people of color in the roles. So number one prediction might be right from your friends here at pop saga. We might've been ahead of the curb or Maybe Kevin Fahey is listening to <laughs> Buff Saga because that's not the only piece of news that I learned, John. Oh, okay. More news, huh? Yeah, that's right. Number All two. Right. Number two. One of the people being considered for roles in this movie that did not specify which is, according to this rumor person, Diego Luna. Who was my casting? <laughs> it doesn't seem like you remember. This is my fan cast for. <laughs> it was my fan cast for Reed Richards. Right. That's it right. Was. I do remember that. Right. hundred <laughs> percent remember that. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, it was go back and listen for yourself. No, but, I did that already. But. Mm-hmm. If that turns out to be true, then Kevin Fahey listens to the show confirmed. Yeah, 100%. And he stole our ideas. We told you we'd work for scale, Kevin. What Come the on. hell? Get with it, Kevin. Get with it. The Pop Saga boys got your back. We can cast all your things. Just put us on your team. Yeah. Uh, just also give in John that rumor, enough money to buy a house. That's all that's he right. needs. That's all I need. Just one time payment. Uh, also, in that contained in that rumor, they're considering Adam Driver for Doctor Doom. I think it would be nope. a good casting. I don't nope. know if you would ever do it, but whatever. So there you go. All That's, right. I had to just bring it up because that is it is wild that one of our lists contained an actor that was actually in a rumored uh, casting. Now, of course. Everyone's loving on Andor, so it's not too surprising that uh, Diego Luna would be mentioned, but that would be insane. If that he ends up being cast as Reed Richards, I will never stop talking about it. That's my promise to you. Oh, I know. We all know. We all know. It's only exciting because it was on your, your list, not my list, because I don't remember my list. I mean, of course I remember my list, but... I remember there was a guy there from Abbott Elementary that I had not heard before. Uh, before. Yep, and I'm still for him. Whatever uh, that person's <laughs> name is. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, listen, listen. Did I have to look up to see if that was the same person that I put in my uh, top uh, in my fan casting after I heard that rumor? Yes, I did. So it's not like I had that that information ready to go either, but pretty crazy the that you know some of the things that we kind of hinted at in our fan casting 
might be true. We'll see if it is true. But hey, you know, if you get close to it, and then that, and we either started the rumor or we helped get that person cast, more power to us. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, <laughs> the the scales of pop culture. Well, now we will have our thumbs on it uh, over here at Pop Saga, the arbiters of uh, what's coming next in the <laughs> the future phases of Marvel. Exactly. We will be the ones who hold the keys. Where your pop culture soothsayers. Let me look into my crystal ball. Okay, um. Yes, Chris Perfetti will be Reed Richards. <laughs> Did you find your list? No, I just looked up Abbott Elementary. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, you think I'm organized? That's nice. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Uh, yeah. I guess, I mean, I could go back into my notes and find out exactly who I put on there, but I'm not going to because that would take time and I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. That would take precious minutes out of my life. <laughs> uh, wait, you know what? I just went and I did it. And oh my God, there's two people looking at this right now. Me and KF. <laughs> I didn't get Maxis. <laughs> I still, I'm still hoping for Henry Cavill being co- uh, cast as uh, Dr. Doom. Uh, that's my, that's still my hope. Let's, let's, let's say, let's rescue Superman from, uh, from, uh, the, I'm sure, relative obscurity he's going to slip into <laughs> since he's not Geralt or Superman anymore. Yeah, he lost two, uh, beacons of, um, pop herodom. That's right. Now he's going to be gaunt. Whoever that from, is. From the, the Warhammer novels. Yep, I know I, I I know those things forward and backwards. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Uh but uh as you very deftly pivoted us into before, before I took that pivot and then slammed it into a brick wall to talk about mm-hmm. some rumor mm-hmm. I heard on Reddit. Uh we're talking Pro Stars. Uh we're going to be talking about the first episode. Isn't that right? That's what you said. So that's what I watched. If, mm-hmm. you if I had to go through any more of their deep catalog of 13 episodes, um, you'd be mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Is if <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't turn this off fast enough uh, after it had wrapped the tw- longest 22 minutes of my life. Uh, it, it is extremely long. <laughs> premiered in 1991. Ran for 14 episodes and then was canceled, probably. I mean, if you only have, I I only see them as 13 episodes, but even if it was 14 episodes. Must have been 13. I must have misread. Yeah, I'm just going, hey, no, there might be a secret, like, subversive (laughs) pro stars episode that's out there. Maybe there was a real in-depth two-parter that sometimes they... They, they count as one episode, and then sometimes it's two. Lord, I would hope not. Oh, oh. man. Holy uh, shit. Like, <laughs> so I vaguely remembered this cartoon. Not that I saw it necessarily, but seeing like advertisements for it. Um, 
all oh so long ago uh and it just kind of like when i was thinking like what could we talk about that would be interesting to us and sort of on brand for our podcast but also be sports related and Dear listener, I don't think you'll be too shocked to hear that the, that list is fairly small. <laughs> Quite uh, small. I mean, I guess we could have watched uh, the Bad News Bears. I don't or... know. The old one or the new one? Whatever. I don't know. I don't want to uh, talk about Walter Matthau. Who cares? <laughs> but, I mean, I love the old one because it, it was like they still lost. Spoilers. They didn't win until the second one, and then the third one when they went to Japan. I think I don't remember, but anyway, there was more than one bad news bears. Hell yeah, with Hell Walter yeah. Matthau. No, I, th- I think he was he was just in the first one, and then once they started going like rogue, was when he was like, "I'm out of here," and he just bombed off. Wow. But I mean, uh, nobody talks about those fucking movies. No, like, I mean, they only talk about the first one. I've never heard of the sequels to Bad News Bears. Because they're not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> At all. Well, that explains the a first lot. one. Like this this show. Not good. Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. Not good. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, it's like when you mentioned it, Uh huh. I had one of those like memento moments. Where I went all the way back into 91 and was like, is he talking about that one that had like Wayne Gretzky and Bo Jackson in it? I was like, no. (laughs) And indeed I was. And I went, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you if I watched a single episode this until this day, but I sure (laughs) as hell remember that. That's shocking. Well, it was, I mean... In 91, a lot of uh, sports has always been in vogue, but I I remember sports was transcending different mediums, like more so than normal. It's specific sports stars as well. Yeah. Like there is like, I have it. It is in my collection of, you remember when people used to collect comic book cards? Sure. Yeah. I have in my comic book card collection amongst, oh shit, hit my mic. Uh, sorry, so sorry. Bad you're punching your mic. I, I'm punching my microphone, so I'm punching angry. Yeah, among my X Men, Jim Lee X Men cards, I have a Larry Bird and Michael Jordan card that he drew. I don't know why I have this card, but I have it, and I was just like, "Oh man, it's so cool." So like, this totally makes sense. Like they, they exist at the time, and even the people they picked. Like the sports ball players they picked for this, um, were like at the the height of their career. Oh so. yeah, the pinnacle of their respective sports. We got Michael Jordan, we got Wayne Gretzky, and we got Bo Jackson. Now, do you think that they didn't want to draw four characters, and so like they're like, let's get one person who's great at both? I think it's because they couldn't afford four characters. Right? They need because they needed. They're at least using the likenesses because. Even though the cartoon tries to trick you into thinking that these are indeed voiced by the athletes, they most certainly are not. Hell no. Like, I mean, they couldn't even get, for the live action components, they couldn't even get Michael Jordan to sit during these interstitials. They could get Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky, buy him some cheap-ass starter jackets that said 
pro stars on it and have them film everything they had to do within half an hour. But Michael Jordan, they're like, good luck. Here's some photos. <laughs> he did not show up. <laughs> I mean, let's grant it. I haven't watched every episode, but I do find it extremely funny that it's it's Bo Jackson and Larry Bird in these weird bumpers that are Wayne, at the start. Wayne and- I wish it was Larry Bird. That'd make more sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> I say Larry Bird. Larry oh Bird. shit! Uh, wishful thinking, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, Wayne no. Gretzky. Well, listen, I forgot about Wayne Gretzky. This cartoon is made largely at the expense of Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I mean, uh, Wayne Gretzky but, for the kids' children questions keeps it real. Compared, he, to- <laughs> he gave the most the driest answers you have ever heard. So. So it it starts off with this weird ass bumper where it's just like it's just photo it's like the the theme song is first the theme song is like taking quaaludes visually like they it's just the weirdest slowest most bizarre thing you have ever seen in your entire life yeah full stop you sit there and you go like Oh, why is this? The, and I mean, this was in the height of theme songs being over a minute, but this was the longest minute I've ever watched. Sports, <laughs> pro, pro stars, stars, pro stars, all stars, Bo Nose. And that's the other thing. Like, well, let's get on this Bo Nose fucking bandwagon. Yeah, those, Bo knows where to go. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Like, Bo knows everything. And that, for those who are listening, don't remember that. Yeah, there's a point where Bo Jackson had that whole Bo Nose campaign because he did play both football and baseball, and he did it well. Like you know, it'd be different if he sucked at both, but he did he did it okay. Yeah. But but they were like, oh man, we're we're gonna shoehorn this into the theme song at least like three different times. And then can I ask? Please. Why is Michael Jordan's tongue out the way it is when he's rescuing that kid from the fire escape? He's out. Like, I wrote that same thing too. Like, what, is uh, what is up with that? I was like, with his rocket boots, which I'm sure like this show could not have helped all those. Michael Jordan is a robot created by Pepsi rumors that kept going around all the time. <laughs> Jordan jams in their face gonna put them in their place. Who are they? They never are they never specify. But based on you the visuals, who? it's a, it's a kid he's saving from the burning building with rocket boots, with rocket Jordans. Yeah, and he's got his tongue out. He's yeah. <laughs> He's doing the the iconic uh tug out move. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Apparently, I looked up and somebody said, and I can't verify this because I didn't bother uh, verifying it, but the the original theme song was supposed to be We Will Rock You, but they had like they had to slow it down <laughs> and change the tempo in order to like not pay Queen, I guess. I mean, they should have just paid Queen. That would have been a pretty awesome theme song for this. And yeah, because it was supposed to be like, Pro stars, pro stars, Jordan's jams in their face. Put them in their place. <laughs> oh, that's but, so much better. Right. That's so much better. Like, instead, it's 
Bro stars. All stars. Wayne's hot slap shot. <laughs> Wayne Prison wrote that. I was like, I don't know what hockey is. Let's. Just, I've heard of slap shots and slap nuts, so that's what we're putting in here. So, uh, Wayne Gretzky, uh, in the show, had not Larry Bird. Wayne Gretzky, uh, has shoes where roller blades pop out. Not rollers, not skates, not uh, ice skates like he's known for wearing. No, roller blades, because this is 1991. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's got, uh, <laughs> he's got a big old hockey stick and he slaps a puck. That always turns into a boomerang. That's right. It tracks. <laughs> it tracks. It's just like, people are just like, okay, having him just shoot a puck at people is not interesting. It has to turn into another thing. It's totally unrelated to hockey. That's right. It's a boomerang uh, that doesn't really come back. Kind of goes around the corner in the intro, but. Well, remember the hockey stick comes out of his wristwatch, comes out of like yep. a band on his wrist. I was like, well, shit, he's got this folding dimensional technology. Do you think and, at the time Wade Gretzky was like in watch ads or is like known for wearing a watch to the point where they had to integrate it into his character? I would like to say yes, but I know the answer is no. <laughs> I would love that to be like, oh, yes, he was the um, Omega like, dude, that's why he had to have a wristband that turned into a hockey stick somehow. Uh-huh. Now, they're just like, look, he knows hockey, so he gets a hockey stick, rollerblades, because we don't know how ice skates work. Right? Because <laughs> we can't fathom. <laughs> I love it all the stupid, like, the stupid garbage that is in this cartoon. The thing that they drew the line on is like, look, no kid's going to buy that this guy could ice skate on <laughs> Not ice? No way. He needs to have roller skates. It's close enough. And here I'm thinking, like, whoever, you know, Ma, the person or mom who invented all their tech, I was like, couldn't she just create shoes that, like, shoot out ice so then that way he could always ice skate somewhere? No, no. There's, that's way too creative for this for this show. Yeah, I got upset when I thought of that, and then I was like, they didn't. I got really, I got mad. Because that would be, like, another area they wouldn't have to paint on the film, like, on, on the cells. <laughs> they could just do a white swatch. <laughs> be like, there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. I, I mean, to be fair... I do kind of like the hockey puck into a boomerang because why not? It's the only reason why he could go around corners, I guess. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, his stuff was the most practical. Bo Jackson's was like, I don't know how any of this damn thing works. Yeah. So after the after the insane intro, which is like this weird, slowed, like fever dream of a thing, they mm-hmm. go into like a a bumper package that is just like little clips of Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky answering questions, I guess, from a random kid. Yeah. Uh, And this is not animated. Yeah. This is like just them. Like you said, they're in a, they're in a windbreaker that says pro stars on it. They're on like the, just a generic blue background. And you know, it's just like first it's like Wade Gretzky being like, uh, 
I like to play hockey. And then Bo Jackson going, woo! <laughs> it's like they're, they're like neither of them are even in the same like hotel like room where they're filming all of these or wherever they're shooting it. Oh yeah, no, not at all. And of course the 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 qu- the kid that asked the question says, "Did you ever quit?" That's yeah. his question to the to the pro stars. And Wayne Gretzky's answer, as you hinted at, he keeps it real by. By giving the most weirdest rambling answer, uh, that is, of course, he's not. You know, he's not going to say he quit some sort of game, because uh, he's got a reputation to uphold. So he's just like, uh, yeah, when there was, you know, some uh, politics got involved, and uh, you know, there's some people making some decisions that I didn't like, and it was all about kids' sports. And then they just cut the clip, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Did I see someone have a stroke in <laughs> television just now? No, it was it was a trip because he's just like, yeah, there's some politics and stuff, eh? And uh, I almost quit it, but I didn't. And they were just like, what are you talking about? This is some in-depth shit because Bo is just like, no, I never quit because uh, even though I know my parents would allow me to, uh, I know I won't quit. <laughs> You like know. Bo Jackson knows the plot of the of the cartoon, so he answers in a way that 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 sets up the plot of the cartoon, but doesn't really answer the kid's question because the kid asks, "Did you ever quit anything?" And he says, "My parents would be fine if I did quit something." <laughs> answer and then wade gretzky's weird little video pops up next to him and and been like that's because you've never quit anything in your life eh it's like they're talking to each other but i feel like they're not even near each other or (laughs) maybe they are but it was definitely rough because i mean look these 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 two were titans in their fields not necessarily the most um I would be like charismatic off the ice or off the grass. I know? mean, very few athletes. It's it's are. It's, a, it's a it's, rare. Skill. It's rare to run it. They have them have to do this, but also act like they're pro stars. Like the whole team <laughs> is real, kind of. And yeah. Then, and then the fact you can't get Michael Jordan for your first episode. No, he is not showing up. Michael Jordan does not show up once. I was very surprised. I have to say this though, I love the part where Bo Jackson's little like like square where his head's in just flies by the screen and he goes, Bo knows animation. <laughs> <laughs> or or does he say Bo knows cartoons? Either way, uh he's it's just like what? <laughs> and then it's gone. My hope is that it is he knows animation, but I think it is cartoons. <laughs> it's oh, man, never it as clever. There's only a couple of lines in here. I was like, oh, that's some deep cut understanding of something that even I don't get. And uh, that comes later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> There's very little actual animation in this, in this uh, children's cartoon. There's a lot of filler. The slow down theme song, of course, has animation in it, but it's it's you know the same every episode. And then they this this bumper these bumpers on the front and the back take up a lot of time. So it's like there's like ten minutes of actual cartoon yeah. in here, but it still feels like forty minutes of cartoon. Oh my god, it's interminable. 
Yeah, because everything just kind of moves like it's in uh like yeah sludge or something like. Oh, like, it's I, like I can't imagine. I can't imagine what the script looked like, because <laughs> probably shit one is of just... those football plays, just X's and O's. <laughs> going all over the yeah, they're like there's a, inside of one of the O's is the name uh, Doctor uh, what Clockwork La Orange? De La Orange, yes. De La Orange. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Um. The uh, spoiler alert: Who is the villain of this episode? But uh, we open on a very crazily neon-colored, very '90s-looking gym that is named. I I watched it a couple times. It looks like it's named Nem's Gym, but it is named Mom's Gym, is it not? Yeah. Well, it's it's Mom's is the person who is there makes all their googas and all Indeed. that stuff, and is is wildly problematic, I feel like. Yeah. like It does, I, it's, I can't tell, but it does feel like a wildly offensive caricature that they are doing. It it hurts because sometimes, like, I feel like growing up during the time, you just kind of accept this, this as, you just, you just ignore it, like, you just go whatever, but nowadays you kind of go like yeah something's not right with this apparently it was very common at the time yeah you're absolutely right about that yeah and it, it so apparently she was supposed to be dr ruth weisheimer oh you, you mean like doctor like the sex like therapist? actual dr ruth yeah it was supposed she was supposed to lead them but they were like oh, this might be too controversial so we're just gonna genericize this character a little bit well, I mean, there is the layers of psychological questions I have about this character are myriad. I mean, sure. her name is Coach Mom, mm -hmm. and all of the pro stars call her Mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is so bizarre. I mean, that yes. They're just like... Uh, and also, okay, so she, I guess she runs the gym. She is their coach, I guess. I guess uh, she's teaching them how to play, sure. Yeah, and then her niece, Denise. Denise. <laughs> her niece, Denise, also makes all of their gadgets and goo-gahs, as the she calls them. yeah. Uh, but she is also seen by the pro stars as incompetent. They're constantly telling her to just like, no, don't touch that. Oh, no, no. Are you sure she's the best person to be doing this? At one per point, I think, uh, Bo Jackson says, like, or one of the pro stars says, are you sure she's the best coach we could get? Like, no one likes her. She's just, like, hated by everyone. Yeah, it's like these three. The It's like these three. It's like Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, and Bo, Bo Jackson would have issues finding the top coaches. Exactly, yeah. But, of course, I guess this is not. No one was willing to coach them in the art of receiving VHS tapes from random children and then going and helping them. Tell me how cost prohibitive this would be to help somebody. Right. <laughs> like, it better not. It better not be an urgent problem because that kid's gonna have to find a VHS camcorder, which at the time was, was like a luxury item that few could imagine 
knowing someone who owns, let alone owning themselves. Yeah, you'd never. Now, a camcorder, please get out of here. Or maybe he has a cheaper mini DV cam, but then he's going to have to convert that to a VHS. Because, <laughs> of course, we see that that's a VHS that they get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're just spinning around, put it in the machine. <laughs> they just... They just take random requests from kids. That's also in the theme song. I don't think I mentioned, but it's just like, they're like, it's all for the kids. It's all about helping kids. They say, like, like people are like, oh shit, what What if they don't get it? Yeah, in case what if they're you... like, why aren't they playing basketball? Why are they helping this kid? <laughs> it's all I mean, about helping the kids. Yeah, remember, the pro stars are all about helping kids. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> we get it. We get it. It's okay. Tonight on Pro Stars, it's all about helping kids and cocaine. <laughs> no, I was hoping I'd be able to get that in during the music. Damn. <laughs> no, no, that's the that's why it cuts out right there. Yeah, um, everyone knows my booger sugar habit is dangerous. <laughs> this is crazy to think all the steps that one would have to get through to to uh, get the Pro Stars help. Um, and so they get this VHS tape and they put it in, they watch it and then they go right into like the heist planning phase. They don't, all they know is from the tape is the kid's like, I said something to my dad and then he walked away and he disappeared. So <laughs> like, it's they obviously think. something nefarious is afoot. And then he yelled something. About uh, what? Who is the person he? I'm looking through my notes here. Who is the person that he yelled about before he disappears? Uh, but the kid? Yeah, no, the dad. He goes into like, oh, like was it like uh, uh, Slugger? Well, Slugger. Hansen? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Slugger. What's his name? Was the name of uh, of um, the kid's dad? I was th- talking about like the kid explains it that he said something to his father. His father got real quiet, walked in the other room, and then oh. yelled something about another base, another oh, ball player, Cleats Robinson. Right. He just goes to the other room and says, "Cleats Robinson," and then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this whole series of events is like very weird uh and like so <laughs> then we get to the scene where we introduce mom and her niece uh, denise and uh we we get basically here are here are Chekhov's equipment for the pro stars that they are gonna all use them at some point during the episode if you are guaranteed to see this shit it will happen yeah, there's like, and so uh, Wayne Gretzky gets the aforementioned watch that turns into a hockey stick, uh, plus hockey puck that turns into a boomerang, and of course the uh, the, the rollerblade shoes. Uh, Bo Jackson gets a uh, baseball firing sort of machine gun bat uh, that has a flashlight on the back that they try to fancy up by calling it a laser torch. And a hook rope. <laughs> yep, and a hook rope launcher. That is a huge. Yeah, I mean, the fact that mom just like 
almost killed everybody by skeeting all over the place with the, the unlimited <laughs> yeah, amount just... of baseballs that shot out of this thing was uh, yeah a and they are immediately like they believe that she is gonna fuck it up which she does immediately they're like don't let her get her hands on that oh jesus and then she's just like breaking all their equipment and shooting it everywhere completely oblivious by the way she does not acknowledge any of these mistakes ever they're her gugas. sure yeah yeah and uh uh, and then Michael Jordan gets uh, the, the worst gets, one. Yep. Basketball balloons that uh, carry you up. Mom demonstrates one of these for for him, and she is carried up through a open skylight <laughs> the top of the gym. And she's like, what are you doing? Standing around there. Meet me on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do we behold on the roof but an Air Jordan that can fly? <laughs> Yep, the Pro Star One. The Pro Star One. Uh, it's the worst looking shit ever. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so clearly a shoe. And they try to make it look so cool, and they can't. No. No, it is a. It's very hideous. The wings that came out of it, I thought, were kind of clever because at least it looks sort of like hockey, uh, like hockey sticks a little bit. But yeah, this thing is this, this it's terrible. But it is definitely an Air Jordan color. So if you are <laughs> sure an is. Air Jordan fan, it is black and red. So you're covered. <laughs> yep. And how about like clearly Michael uh, Michael Jordan is the brains of the operation. Yep. And then. Uh, uh, Bo Jackson, he's the muscle. Yep. And then uh, Wayne Gretzky is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Gretzky's the shaggy of the group. <laughs> they, nobody has respect for Wayne Gretzky. And uh, I do believe when they show up and, and talk to the kid, the kid is like, oh my God, it's Michael Jordan. It's Bo Jackson. Oh, and Wayne Gretzky's here too. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting him to come along. Like, if Wayne Gretzky just showed up by himself, you get the sense the kid would have just been like, ugh, pass. I'll just be an orphan, I guess. No, exactly. Even though Gretzky was probably one of the more useful of the group, even though he was the definitely the, uh, what do you say, the, the comedy relief. Oh, Absolutely. But at least, you know, he tried, and he hit the shit out of that the robot yeah. later on. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he, he definitely he has his some moments. Stuff. Yeah, he did some stuff. Uh, he does, and you know he's, right off the bat, he's the comic relief, because when they land, Wayne Gretzky does a uh, a little bit about being the pilot uh, of a plane. You know, he does that little, you know, uh, Pro Star 1 landing on the runway. And then he's like, I always wanted to do that. Guess what, Wayne Gretzky? You didn't do it. You you, <laughs> you did it into your hands after you landed in a shoe plane. Uh, you could Guess what? You could do that anytime. You could do that sitting alone in your car if you wanted. You could do that on the toilet. Yeah. Do yeah. it anytime. If you always wanted to do that, good news for you, buddy. You can always put your hands over your mouth and pretend like you're a pilot. <laughs> Uh, oh man, 
And we find out the kid is like, uh, I think my dad abandoned me because I said I didn't want to play Little League anymore. Yeah, who does Jimmy think he is? How does he think because of that one decision he sent his dad, the the head of the Museum of American Sports, into, right. into, a, into a spiraling depression that would make him go away? Well, to be fair to the kid, when he mm. describes what the dad does, I kind of get it because he just said he tells him, "Hey, dad, I don't want to play little league anymore." And then when how he described it is, his dad said nothing, left the room, and then was <laughs> shouted an old ball player's name. <laughs> he Cleach was just like Cleats Robinson, exactly. It's like, I can't play Little League anymore. He just goes stone face, walks out of the room. Cleats Robinson! <laughs> I get it. I mean, I get why the kid got that impression based on that behavior. Uh, but uh, so they take a look around this uh, this museum of American sports. Very clearly spelled out. Not we. There's no soccer here. Boo. Also, it's the worst looking museum you've ever seen because, like, it's it's terrible. It, the it buildings are shaped like different sports implements. Yeah, but it, it's like it, upon the first watching, I was just like, "What is that? What am I staring at?" Because I wasn't sure it was. I was like, "Is that a golf club or a baseball bat?" And then I think it's only like two sports implements it's like a f- giant football and a baseball yeah but it took me a, a, a like the second time they showed it to go oh it's it's sports things yeah it just looks like a collection of terrible design buildings at first and then you're like oh it's even worse than i originally thought it's a little, little avant-garde of a crappy building which has a giant statue of babe ruth in the front <clears throat> Oh yeah, don't forget. That's the uh that's going to be this episode is called The Slugger Returns. So, that's a little foreshadowing for you. Yeah, it's, it's not um, about that Cleats Robinson. No, but he is just a footnote. Uh but we do discover that this at this moment we don't know what his name is, but there's this evil character and obviously he's evil because he's this cackling arch villain. Uh I noticed something, a through line in this episode that was like, hmm, like all the the kind of goofy characters are redheads. And I'm not trying to, I'm wondering what the show is trying to tell me here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah. it's just one episode, uh, uh, but both people who are kind of goofy, sort of like not respected by any of the other people on the show are both redheads. So, um, and they both have a similar now. Yeah. Fuck. Now that you mention it, they both also kind of have like a similar, almost speech impediment like <laughs> yeah. where they have to repeat sure. the same thing multiple times. Yeah. Like mom did it. Yo, wow. I wonder if like clockwork Della orange is like mom's brother yeah is it oh i might need to watch the is, rest it of the series now. Oh, is it mom's son is it mom's son even better because and that's I mean, why he is so bitter against the the pro stars well he's not even bitter yeah the reason why he did it was so ridiculous like he's in this old-timey baseball get it and i know we're getting to it but he's just like he's doing all this because when he was a kid they wouldn't let him play center field 
Yeah, they wouldn't let him play the exact position he wanted to play. So he's going to get uh, revenge on everyone. Uh, Wayne Gretzky says, okay, they are inside the Museum of American Sports. Obstensively, an organization that would like to get people in the door and charge admission. Uh, Wayne Gretzky says, this place gives me the creeps. (laughs) Why would a sports museum give anyone the creeps? This is... The worst designed sports museum that has ever been made. If a professional hockey man himself, Wayne Gretzky, is getting the creeps in the sports museum. Well, I mean, let's be I mean, let's be real though. Like it's got some real creepy looking like statues in there. There's that uh, that creepy looking uh football player. I think there's like a tennis player that's just kind of prowling in the background. The, the the robot baseball player yeah it is creepy they yeah. they did a bad job it's not a, it's not something it's like museum of americans creepy sports ball yeah a museum yeah. of modern art sports this is kind sculpture. of sculpture yeah. yeah this has this has moma written all over it yeah it's definitely an installation piece and uh it's just not working for me but this is what this is when we find out because uh, uh, the Michael Jordan character pieces it together that it's their old nemesis, a character that they refer to as Clockwork de l'Orange, mm-hmm. like Duck à l'Orange or whatever. Yep. But he him refers to himself as Professor Clockwork Orange. <laughs> he just calls himself regular. Clockwork Orange, just saying the loud, the quiet part out loud, and just saying the weird, very weird reference. Because if you haven't seen a Clockwork Orange, that is not a movie for kids or a movie that kids should know about. It's not. Oh no. Oh. Uh, it's very adult. Oh really? <laughs> oh yes. So then what I did guess I that's watch? something for the parents. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I lost it when I heard his name. I was like, Clockwork Della Ronge. <laughs> Why am I watching this? And I was just like, how many minutes I'm into this? Not even nine. Jesus, why does it keep going? <laughs> He's terrible. This is all terrible. And, uh, I, I mean, I did get a highlight out of this moment, though, when he was mm. uh, using all his wave emitters to transform the things into robots or gain control over it somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't mind how his, like, his uh, sports paraphernalia gestalt forms together. Like that yeah, I, I called it a sports equipment golem. Yeah, uh, I kind of like that. Because it, it, it wasn't a bad monster design, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not like trying to make a video game out of this thing, but I was like, yeah, it's a little more creative than I've given them credit for so far. So yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. But you know, fortunately for them, they had Michael Jordan there to tell them exactly <clears throat> what was going on. Yeah, he's the Leonardo of the uh, group. <laughs> he's he's figuring it out. He's got the Clockwork de Orange's number. And uh, they they dispatch of this this cool sports equipment golem, and um, and then Wayne Gretzky's like, "I'm hungry." Yep. He's like, "Is that a game? Did anyone else build up an appetite?" And both 
uh, Michael Jordan and Bo Jackson like in unison are like, no, Wayne. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it was funny. I'm just laughing at your take on it because it, that is funny compared to what I watch. But. <laughs> and, and like they take it, they, they know they're in a, they know a couple things. One, they know the dad's missing. Uh, they know they're in a museum that is being like overrun by their arch nemesis who can make sports equipment come alive and attack them. And they're like, yeah, we'll go to the snack bar and I guess just steal the museum's food. Cause they, they sit down, Wade Gretzky gets behind the counter and makes a sandwich, uh, that, uh, that, you know, one of those classic cartoon sandwiches that is just uh, stacks on stacks on stacks, like the biggest club sandwich you've ever seen. Yeah. And because uh, he loves to eat. Well, I remember, though, that Jimmy told him, you can't eat that, Wayne. And he was <laughs> just like, no garlic. He's like, of course not, because I forgot the garlic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan and Bo Jackson, no garlic, Wayne, again, in unison. <laughs> this is something they have to deal with constantly. But then Bo Jackson cause, painfully says, because Bo knows bad breath while yep. looking directly <laughs> at us at home. <laughs> right down the barrel of the camera. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, because he knows that's his brand. So that it has to be said, you know, what, five, six, seven times an episode? It's everywhere. Uh, it's everywhere. Yep. Uh, we cut back briefly to the uh, to mom's gym. Uh, to uh, we see that uh, they figured out, I guess, that some stuff's gonna go ha- uh, down with the commissioner of baseball, and Denise needs to get in the Pro Star Two, a smaller shoe, <laughs> playing car. Hovercraft, uh, yeah, I don't know, because it, yeah. it left the roof and then went right on the ground. Oh, right, it, it, it like... kind of slithers down the the edge of the wall and onto the ground, uh, uh, and then speeds away uh, with the prompting the laugh line from mom. Oi, such driving! <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna put uh, an ounce of the mustard they did on the show oh, because yeah, again, no, I, if I, I that would be wildly. <laughs> It would be wildly offensive for me to do. If you put as much mustard as you put it as they did on like a pretzel, all you taste is mustard. Yeah, absolutely. It's (laughs) just you're just taking a fistful of mustard at that point. Uh, And uh, so then we cut back to the museum and we get a great... A great scene where the world's biggest basketball is... uh, is is affected by the wave generator and it comes barreling towards them and we get Michael Jordan being (laughs) a ball like this would play havoc with my shooting percentage. (laughs) And it turns out he's wrong. No, he did fine. No, yeah, him and Bo Jackson, uh they they uh they use their powerful legs uh to kick that ball through a guy, I guess a giant net that's around as well. World's biggest net, I'm assuming. Yeah, you, we didn't see it on the outside or inside, but yep, it was right there. Yeah, uh, setting a dangerous precedent. Precedent with uh, because we, as we all know, you can't use your feet to uh, to kick a ball into a basket in a basketball game and get a point, right? Yeah, yeah. They haven't it's been changed. a while they since I. 
Nah, they, that's, so, that's you, you still right. You still right. They okay, don't do that. Yeah. They don't let you do that. Good, they don't good, let you good. do that. No, they they tried that I think in 2014, but didn't fly. Yep. Uh, and they make the mistake of leaving the kid with Wayne Gretzky, who is immediately distracted, and the sports golem is he able to sneak in and take the kid away without it, Wayne noticing. Yeah, no one heard that thing. Yeah, he's too busy admiring the other two athletes and how cool they are, and then the sports golem sneaks in and kid steals the kid. <laughs> he's like, I... I wish I could be like those guys, even though there are probably still hockey players who have not broken my uh, record to this day. It's fine, though. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Yeah, then it, it then it gets really weird because I don't honestly know why this section is in the museum. You mean the section with with several realistic animals? <laughs> Yeah, the Hall of Great Hunters. Right. Yeah, the the classic uh, sports uh, when a, a bear hunts a trout. Uh, everyone loves to watch it. And so, yes, they of course, they have uh, a hall with a bear. All we see really is a bear and a shark. Oh, no, there's one more in there. And we are known for this animal all throughout America. So I just remember... Be careful when you're out there whenever you run across any wayward rhinos. Yeah, well, right, a rhino is also on the scene. Classic hunter, always the classic carnivore, a rhinoceros. And uh, the biggest bird. I do remember there's like a bird hanging from the roof that I'm just like, what is this? Probably a condor of some sort on the roof. Uh, I mean, and of course. The, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, of course, uh, Delarange. He's got wave generators in there too, and uh, and I think looking back on this next scene, I think Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan wanted R- Wayne Gretzky to be mauled by the the bear. I got that feeling too. First, for one second, I thought like Delarange made a robot Wayne Gretzky because he just comes like. Like, I don't know why he didn't walk into the room with them. Because when you see them walk in a room, it's just Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. No Wayne Gretzky behind him. Then he pops up kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of like the thing. A little bit. I was just like, oh, this would be great if he somehow kidnapped Wayne Gretzky, too. And then, like, this plot, and I was invested. And then I looked and realized it's only 11 minutes, 45 seconds into the damn show. And I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fully half. Is fully half, and then yeah, it looks like Bo Jackson. That's when he pulls out the the, the collapsible baseball bat and looks like he's about to uh, send uh, Gretzky over the stands. Yeah, yeah, and he's also like, "Don't look behind you," and of course he does. But of course you would want to because a bear is about to attack you. What is not looking at it going to do? <laughs> Uh, maybe it's just like bears don't like backs and they prefer or, or they yeah they're like those when you're not looking at a bear you're invisible to a bear oh that's uh funny. pop saga does not endorse uh, this method to scare away a bear uh don't be around a bear <laughs> that's, that's our <laughs> advice um but uh it's so bizarre he's like don't look behind you because i'm sure he's like oh please bear 
please take this guy out. He's, he's such a his boomerang puck. I hate it so much. We do so much better without him here. Oh, good. <laughs> no one watches hockey. Uh, and uh, yeah, they. Uh, I guess what are they? They take refuge inside the shark. The shark uh, eats them, and they're just yeah. in a, the kind of hollowed out cavity of a shark. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> for a little, for a while. They are in there for a bit. It takes a while for Bo Jackson uh, to find his laser torch, which is, of course, what they use to get out of there. I guess they just needed light? Uh, yeah. Because I wasn't but, sure if the laser torch was like a lightsaber. They or... they react to it when it is powered up, as if it could hurt them real bad. But later, it doesn't seem to be an issue. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, it just seems like a. It just seems like a flashlight. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're. I mean, you're right. It looked like a flashlight, but for a second, the way they were acting, it seemed like it was like the deadliest weapon imaginable. That's what I thought. I thought it was supposed to be a lightsaber like stand-in when no. she was swinging it around there, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa!" But then he just he sparks it up when they're inside that shark. Doesn't doesn't blast through the side of the shark. <laughs> that would have been cool. Like, ah, all the dehydrated shark guts. I don't know. Like, I don't even. <laughs> like, the hall would make more sense if it was just like filled with a bunch of hunters, right? Of people who hunted big game or something. But it's something. just the game. It is just the game, and dubious origins where the game came from. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, it that the shark looks like Jabberjaw. <laughs> So, it does. <laughs> it does. It has a very jabberjaw look. So much of the show doesn't have background music, and it is like silent and empty and weird. I mean, I, it, that kind of actually felt like it was the uh, the style of the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially with, like these turnkey shows. That somebody was just like, yeah, it's like, I mean, I was impressed when we watched RoboCop the cartoon and that had music pretty much throughout. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and it's like, my next question is, is that really Marv Albert? Kind of. It does, is. Kind of sounds like it is really Marv Albert. No, I had to look it up. It's Marv Albert. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, Marv they Albert can... is. Go ahead. They could get a cartoon Marv Albert, but they could not get Michael Jordan for a 30-second bumper in this. <laughs> nope. At all. Like, nope. it really is, at best, here's some Sports Illustrated photos of Michael Jordan. Yes, here's some curated photos of Michael Jordan, uh, but he will not be showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give him the money, all the millions the show would make. He probably shows up later, but they probably have to be like, eh, let's, you know, let's, let's get him mid season. We got to be sure we... judicious with our Jordan. Yeah. We, we got three Jordans. We got to make them count. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. No, when I heard Marv Albert in this, I was like, is that Marv Albert? I got to look. Cause I was like, that's really good. If it was just like an impersonation, but no, they got yeah. Marv Albert. Yeah. It's uh, so it's real deal. Marv Albert. And he's telling everybody about how, the museum's owner, retired 
baseball player, Slugger Hank. Yeah. and uh, is going to meet with a commissioner of baseball to unveil this really terrible Babe Ruth statue. <laughs> They're christening this giant uh, statue of the slugger himself, the titular slugger, Babe Ruth, already looks like a robot. Like it has like a, a ventriloquist dummy mouth. Who would make a statue like that? It's like it's almost built like that from the start. Yeah, wait a minute. What's what's your game here, Slugger Hank? I mean, that would have even been that would have made the story better. And it's sad. I'm thinking like this, like if Delange or whatever disguised himself and helped make all this stuff inside the museum. Then I'm yeah, I mean, off. he seems his way. He like he has like a whole. Uh, like up in the in the head cavity of of Got a whole the, fucking pilot section. He's like goddamn Mighty Morphin Power Rangers up there. Yeah, it does seem very much like <laughs> there is some uh some 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 weirdness going on here. Some some uh continuity going on here that we're, we we aren't privy to. Yeah, there's some deep pro store lore that we're gonna have to investigate further. Do you think there is a <laughs> Do you think uh there is possibly mm. like a tie-in comic book that maybe came in like a a box of frosted flakes that kind of sets a lot of this up? Well, I know there was a pro store cereal. Oh so well. Maybe there is a tie-in comic. Maybe there is. And it's like the little deep cut into like the slugger returns and you're like, oh <laughs> shit. Look at Orange was like abusing the stock market to get all his money. Then he got a job as the robotic administrator for the American Sports Bowl Museum, and that's why he he made the giant Babe Ruth robot. <laughs> okay, John, I have bad news for you. Mm. Uh, Don't I tell just me looked, there's no comic. I just looked up. Uh, the top cast for the 13 episodes, you're right, by the way, 13 episodes of Pro Stars. Yep. Uh, top listed cast, Bo Jackson as himself. Mm. Yep, yep. Second listed, Wayne Gretzky as himself. No Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Michael Jordan does not come in later. He is not interested in the show. He's like, yeah, you can use my name. You can pay me like $2 million for the likeness rights, but I will not set foot on that set i'm not even going to do a remote like dial in or a remote like uh filming for these interstitials i will not <laughs> this is not to base my brand damn that's disappointing I was yeah really i, I was hoping some... he would yeah he would show up yeah you get a little michael jordan action like comes in episode six or something like hey it's me michael jordan but yeah. instead no i'm just getting bo jackson and wayne gretzky because even though them being probably the greatest in their fields at the time, Michael Jordan was better. Mm. Sad. <laughs> but, but not, yeah, better and too good to show up for the taping of Pro Stars. Uh, wow. I am tr- So I'm trying to, I was trying desperately while we were talking to find out who plays Slugger Hank. Because the choice that a- actor made with that voice is baffling to me uh it's just bizarre i can't i can't place the accent the inflections all over the map 
it definitely seems like somebody who is not a professional voice actor, but, uh, you know, there is, uh, there are a lot of professional voice actors who are in the show. So I don't know what to think. Yeah. I mean, just pick one that you've never heard of before and just be like, he's gotta be a slugger Hank. <laughs> you, you know, I wonder if like that is, that is like, Oh, a, a real I... athlete. Well, no, like, okay. Um, because I'll tell you, I mean, I was trying only... to Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was like the only slugger I could think of Hank would be Hank Aaron. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But that's not, not necessarily the case because I don't think the, I don't think that lines up. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, it doesn't line up because you see the, uh, Slugger Hank in the show is, uh, mm -hmm. and then see Hank Aaron is, well, yeah, you know, it, does, it doesn't yeah, line up, <laughs> doesn't line up, but it makes me wonder if they're like, well, we've got our quota. So. Oh God, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I have no idea who, who definitely voiced it. Um, I can't, I, have, I can't I've, tell. I, I can't. Okay. Let's see. Maybe, maybe I found. Maybe I've found somebody. Maybe Dorian Haywood. Sure, Dorian Haywood. No, Dorian Haywood played Michael Jordan on that show. Uh, uh, it's not Townsend Coleman. That was Wayne Gretzky. And Dave Finoy is Bo Jackson. Then only other two people named is Susan Silo, his mom, and Diana Barros is the niece Denise. <laughs> For some strange reason, I feel like it's uh, Jack Angel. I look at that picture and I'm like, that's got to be that guy. That's a slugger, Hank, if I ever seen one. Uh, how bad is Denise at warning the commissioner of, that something's going to happen? Uh, I mean, she didn't really try that hard. To be <laughs> yeah, honest. She flies all the way there, hovers all the way there in Pro Star 2. Like, just goes up to the crowd and just like, commissioner. Commissioner, hey, Commissioner, Commissioner. <laughs> That's about as far as she goes in terms of actually trying to prevent anything from happening. Well, maybe, you know, Mom and the rest of the Pro Stars got it right. Not so helpful. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But she, I mean, she wasn't very helpful. But the, I mean, this whole sequence, actually, this is the line that was like, this has to be the deepest inside baseball joke that I do not understand. So I need to find someone who understands baseball and tell me. Well, why you're out of luck. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to a couple of, uh, SF sketch fest shows this weekend. And, uh, you're going to go talk to slugger Hank himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go talk to the only person I know who knows comedy and baseball at the same time. And ask him this joke. Which was pretty funny. It's like you have to pay whatever is larger, a hundred million dollars, or the combined salaries of all the left-handed relief pitchers in the majors. It was so specific. The the the, the ransom demand. There must when, be a lot. There there must be a lot. So I just was like, uh, that's either really funny or it's just something I'm missing. But I was like, that's very specific. Okay, yeah, stars, you're on my list. But it, the commissioner says, like, 
that would bankrupt me. But I, he must be just talking about the second thing, right? Because I feel like they would have the first one they, they could probably cover. Yeah, that's why I think it must be fucking. That must be hilarious. There must be but some But why do you give him a choice then? Because <laughs> uh, he's weird. Like, I mean, like, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Della Orange. I can't stand this bunion. I mean, billet. I mean, villain. Yeah, I can't stand he, this guy. He's so, constantly getting words wrong. That's his. That's why we hate him so much. No, I mean, I just hated the fact that he, he, he almost ruined this relationship between Jimmy and Slugger Hank. That's what I'm real <laughs> more upset over. <laughs> yep, almost when he attacks with his giant Babe Ruth statue, uh, and uh, Michael Jordan flies up in the the Pro Star One. And uh, is is consequently uh, whapped out of the sky by the slugger himself. Yeah, knocked his. I mean, knocked that fucking plane right out of the sky. And you, you oh, kind of yeah. go like, aren't you supposed to be the pilot? Come on, Michael Jordan. Should, maybe <laughs> maybe it should have been Bo flying up there because Bo yeah. knows piloting. You know what I mean? He <laughs> yeah he knows. We've established that. Uh, and, uh, look, luckily Michael Jordan has mom's goo guys. And, uh, he has to admit these goo guys actually work. They really do work too. I mean, they do. We didn't even get to see that Bo had his shoes that had suction cups on them. Oh, right. He climbs up the statue. (laughs) 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 Of course. You know, baseball and football players known for their suction cup shoes. All the time. Sliding yeah, into have... third with suction cup shoes. Oh, yeah. When you have to go up that wall to, you know, snatch a homer out of the air before the other team gets it, you got to get your suction cup shoes on. That's right. Ty Cobb was known for his suction cup shoes. Everybody knows that. Everyone it's like... knows it. It's the spitball and suction cup shoes. That's the uh, that's the, the secret of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so R.I.P. Michael Jordan. <laughs> he's he's just still floating up there in the stratosphere somewhere. Uh, I love how he's just like, well, I well I can't participate in this this thing anymore because I'm floating away on these balloons. Apparently, there's no there's no sort of getting down from mom's goo guys. Uh, but he's like, but I, I can coordinate from here better than ever. Ah, way to look on the bright side. And coordinate he does because his uh, his deft directions basically save everybody. Almost didn't save himself because he like he goes down with all his goo guys, saves all, everybody who's like hanging out of the slugger's belt in between two buildings. Which was, uh, again, another nice choice. They just had belt loops just for two people, right? On yep, a statue is built with a separate belt that you can shove people into, and it doesn't crush them horribly. Uh, and uh, he, he gives them all those goo guys, and they're like, how are you going to get down? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how did he get down? I don't remember. I don't remember. He just like uh, he just scrambles onto the top. I think. Uh, eventually, that thing does come crashing down, though, quite horrifyingly, uh, and embeds itself so far in the ground. You have to imagine either it was so heavy or it was flying at such a terminal velocity that it just 
He's going to bounce itself up on the ground, uh, into the ground, up into the shoulders. And everyone seems pretty cool with that. They're like, we're just going to leave it like this. This is the sports museum now. I mean, arguably, that probably makes more sense than the way it looked before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth, class known everywhere for being buried in the sand <laughs> to his shoulders. I mean, if you weren't there for that one faithful day and you went there like a few days later, you would just <laughs> think it was there. Sure, yeah, you'd be like, well, you know, this kind of fits with the theme of the rest of the museum. They got the weird animal exhibit, they got the avant-garde sort of like modern art, like uh, kind of cubism statues of different sports stars in there, along with like marble carvings of eyeless uh, sports stars that very much look like they'll come to life, or I guess have a kind of like a loose head you can just knock off at any moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly you would know you would know it'd be this weird it would totally fit in yeah this this total absurd mess let's go to the hall of great hunters hey look the shark has a giant hole in it yeah what that's weird Uh, why is there a shark here (laughs) first question what's our shark doing here second question why does it have a hole the huge hole in it that you haven't fixed and they're like, this is the, muse- the Museum of American Sports. Nobody comes here. We're in <laughs> dire straits. We spent all of our money on a Babe Ruth statue that is now 75% underground. Uh, but uh, this at this point, uh, Doctor or Professor Clockwork Orange, who calls himself that at the very end, as if the writers are like, this is the joke we were trying to get across. Uh, just walks away. Trying to, yes. And they are, and like Michael Jordan's like, oh, geez, we'll, I guess we'll run into him in the future? Because he's just gone. He he gets away scot-free. His reign of terror, uh, uh, goes unpunished this day. Yeah, isn't he on like some sort of weird rocket thing? And then... Yeah, he's got some sort of uh, escape something. I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, I just started. I just, it just felt like it was a rocket tube. And he just took off. Yeah, I think it's a rocket tube. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the episode up. Uh, it's surely in my history here somewhere, uh, unless YouTube is just like, you don't want to remember this. Oh yeah, here it is. We're gonna go to the end here. Uh oh no, it's too far. It's in the in the, the outro package already. Oh, it's the, I think it's the tip of the baseball bat. Okay. <laughs> Has a rocket in it. Has a rocket and he, in and it. he flies off. Yeah, terrific. He just kind of saunters away, though. No one even bothers to stop him uh, getting into the, the rocket itself, uh, and he just takes off. Uh, and then the, the day is saved. Uh, Slugger Hank clarifies that he wasn't mad. The little Danny was gonna the stop doing little leaking, do whatever he wants. But guess what, John? Mm. The day is saved, and and Danny wants to go back, and uh, and and play little league because he saw he saw Bo Jackson whiff and totally <laughs> totally get owned, and so he's got a lot more confidence. He's like, I used to admire this guy, and now I know he's fallible and human. Uh, and I feel like I am the, the pressure is off in terms of me, uh, you know, playing, um, uh, little league. So he all does. is back to normal. Yeah. He does throw some shade at Bo Jackson. Now I think about it. 
Yeah, mm. and I think I think he gets a, Bo Jackson gets a little ribbed for uh, for this, even though the whole message of the episode is is supposed to be be okay with with uh, failure. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And then the show's over. Or but is it's it? Not. They give us three minutes. Yep. <laughs> three whole minutes where they say like, "What do you do to get ready for a game?" And Bo Jackson's like, I sleep. <laughs> and then Dwayne Gretzky's like, uh, you know, I uh, first I get up, I do about an hour of training, and then I have a big lunch, and then I sleep. So I guess so we all sleep. <laughs> it was, I mean, again, it was refreshingly, like, real. Yeah. It was like Wayne Gretzky just is like he acts like he is being asked a serious question that is not sandwiched in between the just an insane fifteen minutes of cartoon. Yeah, he he is like giving it some thought, and it's again, it wasn't like well, I eat a bowl of Wheaties and then I do my homework. It was none of that stuff. Like it was just like yeah, we're top athletes, so we gotta stay, make sure we get all the sleep we can, and uh, exactly what we do. And then the other one was, um, like they just started asking them if they had any trading co- or they collect autographs from other players. And I was like, oh, okay, that's an interesting question. I wasn't expecting that. Um, their answers were yes, sort of. Yeah. And then Wayne Gressy's like, you, I, I tricked you guys. <laughs> you guys thought I was going to say something else, and I did it. Oh, it was who should be the uh, another pro star? Yeah, who would be? Who would they like to see join the pro stars? And, and Wayne Gretzky gives this answer where it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> He's like Andre Agassi. Yeah. Okay. Because he goes <laughs> charisma and skill, Andre Agassi. And it was like, hmm. Well, you wanna I mean, be, you... have him on a kids' cartoon, huh? I mean, well, this is '91. I'm sure he wasn't in a, he wasn't such a hothead then, and we know he had a full head of hair. And, uh, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. if we had to pick one, but the other one was what Nolan Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> they go to Bo Jackson. He just goes, "Uh, Nolan Ryan." <laughs> he had it, he had it <laughs> chambered and ready to go. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that way he could just focus on the football things. While Nolan Ryan could focus on throwing baseball bats. Or Heck baseball, yeah. it's not baseball bats. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. I mean, on this show, know, the, probably the, baseball bats. It would the, probably be a baseball bats that shot smaller baseball bats. Or, yeah, that's fair. I'm surprised, or it'd be a baseball that shot baseball bats. There you go. Now, yeah. we're, <laughs> now we're playing on the, the Pro Stars level. That we uh, are. Yeah, and then the show is legitimately over because it kind of just ends like they're just kind of laughing about something and then boom shows over <laughs> and, and like i have to tell you i was so relieved holy shit this was truly the painful three hours of my life condensed into 22 minutes truly and- oh my god <laughs> it's it like, was. no how is there still 10 minutes left of this episode and the answer was there isn't actually 10 minutes left there is five minutes left and then like seven minutes of them talking about just random stuff that they do to get ready for a sports game. It's just like, I mean, I get it. 
I get it. I get why you do like, I get why you try to do this. These are again, three of the top of their, uh, of their respective sports. Like why wouldn't you want to put them in, in everything or on everything? But I don't know who the hell asked for this. No, no. I I mean, I think my guess is still cocaine. That's what I'm putting it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that may uh, I've heard that gives you all sorts of uh false Superpowers. confidence <laughs> yeah. in your uh in your quote unquote great ideas. The ability to see things that no one else can see. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep you can see through the seams in reality into the other dimensions. But uh John, would you what's your uh recommendation here? Would you recommend this to people? Are we doing it better than, but not as good as, or... That's right. The classic, iconic, pop saga rating system, uh, thought up by Superfan Chad. Uh, the better than, but not as good as rating system. So what is what is your rating for, uh, for uh, Pro Stars? So, Pro Stars is better than getting no mail Mm -hmm. but not as good as if you get the value pack coupon thing in the mail i see i see okay so it's it's not as good as getting the 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 giant sheaf of cute coupons that you inevitably throw in the trash yeah yeah, uh, that was a good. That was a very good. Uh, I mean, I could have thought of a sports one. It's, uh, but yeah, it, there's nothing comparable. I'm sure anything that you do in sports is better than Pro Star. So uh, I didn't feel like that was a fair comparison. But what, what are yeah. you giving it? I would say uh, Pro Stars is marginally better than being hit in the face by a fastball. Uh, mm-hmm. thrown by a professional uh pitcher, um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but not as good as uh being hit in the face f- by a baseball thrown by a, a little ear. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's give this one. Let's take another shot. You would take another shot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do this uh on the the scale of uh of of party dips. Uh, okay. Of, of, okay. Or, or or like Super Bowl uh dips. Um, oh, that's nice. That's nice. That one's okay. me. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I'm going to say. Um, that this, uh, the pro stars is better than taking a tasty potato chip and digging into what you think is spinach and like a spinach onion dip, but it's actually a ranch dip that has gone south. (laughs) Oh, better than that. Uh, but not as good as biting into uh uh not not as good as biting into a a seven layer dip where the sour cream has just started to turn oh oh okay <laughs> oh 
That, that, that's that's bad, folks. That's bad. Yeah, like you know, it's not bad yet. You're not going to get sick, but you you bite in that seven layer dip that somebody picked up at Safeway. It was the last yeah, one, you know. It's the bottom of the barrel, and they're like, and you're like, hmm. Is uh is sour cream supposed to be fizzy? <laughs> Still better than Pro Stars. Fair enough. I'm gonna stick with mine. Yeah, it's good. Probably smart. Uh, so if anyone were to ask me, hey, uh, should I go out and should I watch Pro Stars? I'm gonna say. No! <laughs> yeah, save yourself the 22 minutes of your life. You can never get that back. That's gone forever. Uh, and just listen to this episode of Pop Saga. So I think that's going to do it for us tonight, or today. We are recording at night, so it's night for us, but whatever time you're listening to it. Yeah, uh, I, we said we would never record at night again. That's all we're doing these days. <laughs> That's all we're doing, yeah. Yep. I hope you enjoy this energy because it's here to stay. Um, <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for us for this evening. I hope you enjoyed We're listening to this episode. We sure as heck enjoyed making it for you. So without further ado, take it away, Slugger Forest. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Slugger Forest. Remember, folks, John knows bad breath. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> You want the hype, I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go!